Welcome to the Editor's Note Comics Podcast. I think that this world, it needs men that are willing to make the hard call. Central Maine's best comics podcast, by default. Ain't no thing like me, Seth Lee. Here are your hosts, Zach and Jared. Matt's coming. No. When do we start? Hey, welcome back. To me? Specifically yeah. to me? Yeah, it's a regularly formatted show yet again. I'm back. Well, did you miss me? Uh, not particularly. Okay. Well, the company was probably better last week. Well, here's why. Oh, oh. Uh, we got a new Duke of the podcast oh. in the last week. It's been a while since we've had a Duke of the podcast. It- but that doesn't answer the question if you miss me. You're like, no, and you're just going right into the Duke of the podcast. Oh, well, yeah, they gave me money and you didn't. I brought you beer because you, you looked so after my cat. <laughs> Everyone wins. I'm also me. I'm also disappointed that when I sent you the gif of Data telling Worf to watch the cat and tell him he's a pretty cat and a good cat, it got no response from you. No, I told you your cat was a dick and I didn't do that. No, but I thought it was a funny gift to send you when I was... Yes. Did you get a chuckle out of it at least? I understood what you were going for. Did you get a chuckle? Yeah. Oh, thank you. Look, part of your Patreon bonuses is you get a shout out, so we can shout out Jeff. Jeff, Welcome. Thank you for supporting the podcast. Duke style. Yes. So we got to get Sound Guy on his uh, Duke answering machine thing. I don't remember that. Was that a thing? Yeah, like the, the Sound Guy was going to make a, a Sound Guy was going to do something for if you were Duke of the podcast. I don't think gotta, that was ever a thing. Oh, maybe you just get your name on the podcast. It was a shout out. So this week is brought to you by Jeff. <laughs> uh, it turns out if you pay me money, I will try harder on the show to impress. So if you want to also uh, join the Patreon. So how much money did your wife give you to marry you? Um, I had got two goats. There was a dowry. Oh, wow. Goats. Uh, seven bales of hay. I have not seen the goats or the hay. Oh, they're all dead. Oh. Did the goats eat the hay and then you slew the goats? They were delicious. Oh. Well, thank you, Jeff. Thank you for your uh, your subscription to our Patreon. It's just one of those things. The second you disappear, suddenly, like, when we ended, our, my wife and I, when we ended our show, the Patreon took, like, a steep dive, as it should have, because, like, that was kind of exclusive, like, content. Yeah. But then the second you disappear and she comes back, the Patreon starts climbing back up again. Is this an omen? Am I going to be replaced on the show? (laughs) I feel like there's a correlation here. Jeff cancels his Patreon after one week. (laughs) He's gone. Um, But you know what? We we did tease a show. Oh, really? Well, I've teased the show with her like three or four separate times. I I feel like if there's anything I've learned that like uh, doing a deep dive on niche audience will get you money. So I feel like there's a decent chance we'll do it. Okay, and what's what's the tease of the show? I haven't said what it is yet. It is. Um, I will tell you the format of it. Okay. The Buffy back issue, but the show we go through all the Buffy and Angel comics that are canon chronologically, uh, prior Whedon being revealed to be kind of shitty. <laughs> that last part wasn't in my intro before. No. <laughs> but we, or I shouldn't say we, I have pitched a less than, because I've already written an outline for it, and you're just pitching it to your wife. Yes. Um, a su- sub 100 episodes, like 90, like 80, 90 episodes. Okay. Of another property uh, that is near and dear to my heart uh, that could really use some chronology explained. Can I guess? No, because I will, because you'll probably get it in your first guess and I will go like, I don't know. Is it Ninja No, Turtles? I said I will not, I will not and I shall not engage in this conversation. I was right though. I didn't say you were. I mean, you can edit it out so you can. No, no. You can acknowledge no, no. that I got it right. No, no. Okay. Just something that needs some explaining, Lucy uh, style. Okay, I appreciate it. She's a... got some explaining to do. I like the reference. Thank you. Are you gonna make some Vita Medjimin too? You lost me there. 
That was a classic episode. I think it was Fight of Edgyman from I Love Lucy. All my Lucy references. This is how you get the the, uh, the Patreon. It's a Lucy it. podcast. You're right. Yeah, Vita Vegemin right there. I was right. Now she I feel has, less uh, foolish. She has a new podcast out. She's making cash. Oh, I bet she is. That's not even a joke. She has a new podcast out. Like all these old tapes like her daughter are releasing are being released as like a podcast where uh, the family is making buco de bank. Literally, Lucy has a podcast. <laughs> Apparently, everybody <laughs> has a podcast. Uh, before we dive into anything... Let's talk about Lower Decks. It's back, baby. Oh, right. You're not watching it. No, I'm not. You should. You should. I really should. It's so Next Generation inspired, and it's so funny. In season two, one episode is out, and it's just as good as last season. It's just as funny and irreverent and also has such a deep love for Next Generation. Although this first episode of season two, I think, leaned a little heavier into like the original series, but it's so good. And Frakes is in there, and they have just made him a crazy man. Is there a Q? Is there any Q in this? No. He oh. was in last season, though. Oh, okay. But Frakes is in there. And Red like, alert. Everything he does is just insane, and all he does is like speak in jazz references. All right. He's, he's amazing. I like... I love Frank so much, and just getting him back in the in the mix, and the show is just so good. So I just I don't know. This is a Meyer. I mean, we're not clearly we have no sponsorship money, but uh, I would recommend Lower Decks for any Star Trek fan. It's so fucking funny. All right, I will. I will try to start digging away at it. I'll start it's picking away at it. It's ten episodes that are. Or I guess it's eleven now, but okay. they're, they're only half hour episodes. Oh, it, so it's like five hours. It's hilarious and amazing. All right. I think it's. I love Picard for the nostalgia factor, and I love Discovery because they're doing something new. But there's just something about like Lower Decks. If we're talking about like all the Trek shows that are currently happening, that's just man, it tickles you right in the next generation, but funny. Okay, so good. I just wanted to. I don't know. I watched that last week, and like, goddamn, I love Lower Decks. All right, moving on. I suppose. Yes, we got a lot. We got a lot this week. Well, then let's get to it. Let's dive right into. <laughs> it's gonna be funny this week, giving our content to the nudes. This, no, I don't. It makes me uncomfortable when you say that. <laughs> You've read what we're talking about. That made me uncomfortable too. <laughs> Which part? It's all oh, of it. It was super cringe. Before we get started, does anyone want to get out? It's time for the news. Uh, Shang Chi had its world premiere, getting great reviews overall. But some comments leaked from Disney executive. Bob Chappick, who said that this was going to be an experiment in an interesting data point. Hmm. Uh, star of Ch- Shang-Chi, and I apologize if I pronounce his name incorrectly, uh, Simu Lee? Liu? Liu? I'm sure I'm going to learn it in the next, before the movie comes out, because... Probably should, smart, too. Well, I, mean, it's, I imagine it's going to be kind of a large release, so we, I'll, I'll, I apologize for not knowing it, but he basically said, that's fucking bullshit. Wow, Marvel on top of it. <laughs> well, he, uh, he used some asterisks in his tweet. Okay. Which is not a direct quote from his tweet, by the way. He's like, this, doing an Asian-focused movie is not a data point. It's not an experiment. Like, this is going to rock the world kind of deal. Yeah, absolutely. I don't see any reason why it wouldn't or is going to. I don't know. I don't like that term, data point. Well, yeah, experiment and data point were two uh, specific terms used. Two very poor ch- poor terms to use yeah and i also like that this dude was just like no fuck you <laughs> like a guy who is uh this movie and i have not looked into what any of these things mean i know one minor spoiler just based on a red carpet thing which i will not share 
Okay. But I mean, supposedly all the stuff coming out about this movie is like, you know, this is going to be kind of like integral to things moving forward. And yeah, I hope this movie does well. I hope it's great. I hope it elevates all of its stars. But yeah, it's, um, we had to deal with the Bob Iger crap before of like him being like, women don't sell action figures. And that's why we can't have a Black Widow. Like, let's move on from this bullshit. Yes. 110%. If it's, a, if, it's a, if it's a good movie, it's a good movie. I don't know. I haven't seen it yet. Hope it's good. Oh. Any other Marvel news? Because I have some Marvel news. Uh, yeah, I got a bunch more, a okay. bunch, bunch of Marvel right. news. I don't know why like, I hesitated there. All right, <laughs> go for it. Go for it. Captain America 4 is definitely happening. Okay. Officially announced with uh, Sam Wilson, Captain America, starring in that movie. Makes sense. Yeah, he is Captain America right now. Right now, where that series stands, and they, this could change depending on what they do with um, the John Walker character. And I think I said this before, like that series, unlike maybe the other two that we've seen, like maybe Falcon and the Winter Soldier could just be like something you could ignore because it's like the way Endgame ended. It's like, and he's Captain America. And then we had a show that ended with, and he's Captain America. So depending on what they do with John Walker, that could be potentially a skippable show. But they're probably going to bring John Walker back, so it probably won't be. Yeah, U.S. agent. Yeah, it makes sense, though. Like, more Sam Wilson um, seems totally viable. So, yeah, definitely. I'm, in, I mean, basically, all the rumors before, it's like, oh, the showrunner is going to be making a movie. Well, guess what? The showrunner is making a movie, but officially confirmed. Yeah, give him, give him more. But maybe, like, make the suit less puffy. Yeah, a little less. Yeah. I'm fine with the design, because it's very comic accurate, but a little puffy. Yeah. And to be fair, it took a while for the uh, Steve Rogers Captain America suit to work as well. Like first Avenger. I still don't understand the physics of how he has a hard helmet, but then he takes it off and it's a soft hoodie. Yeah, that happens in a lot of stuff. Uh, That's I haven't watched it in literal years now, but like the Flash, like there's so much of like whenever like he would go to like take the cowl off, like they would cut away every single time because it didn't physically make sense. Yeah, (laughs) they turn back and be like around his neck like uh huh every time, huh? Yeah, less puffy. Go for that. That's all I want. Let's puff. All right. That's fair. More Marvel news. Mm -hmm. Uh, One of the stunt coordinators was doing some interviews this week talking about Iron Fist. You may remember Iron Fist as being fucking terrible. It wasn't good. No. You didn't watch it at all, did you? Did we watch maybe the first couple? Yes, we watched like the first couple of episodes. Well, I I watched two seasons and they were both bad. Yeah, because that's the one with the... um they were going to meet in the boardroom, and then they just moved all the boardroom scenes to a different room. Yeah. Uh, it's also... <laughs> this constant sitting and talking in a boardroom. He was also very no whiny. Uh, there was a stunt coordinator who was going around doing interviews, and he was talking about, it was like, look, we tried. And he didn't name an actor. He's like, but we're just like, we want to do X, Y, Z. We were told, like, repeat it. Like, no, you can't do this. No, you can't do this. Because one of the actors didn't want to train. And since there were only two main male leads and one of them was mostly in boardrooms gosh i can't guess who was the one who didn't want to train no you couldn't could you yeah it'd be old finn jones just being terrible at his job but yeah. it's just it doesn't surprise me like the way that show is cut like all the fight scenes were like these really like fast edits like not in a good way he would throw a punch and then there'd be a cut then someone else would throw a punch and there'd be a cut and it was very disjointed and very bad and it's like yeah he just didn't want to do it which what the fuck are you doing like you don't have that much no. star power like you were yeah. on some episodes of game of thrones and here you are on get a, your shit together here you're on a marvel studios project like this could help propel you this could help get you some sort of positive spin forward wow i haven't had one of these in like a year Was i know me yeah. either i forgot how good they are yeah we're drinking shipyard pumpkin head yeah it's hey tell me it's fall without telling me it's fall 
I, I texted a buddy of mine like last week. I'm like, who who loves these? I'm like, Happy Halloween! I just saw them in stores. I know. I felt like is it, it's too early for it, but they've been doing this for not, like ten yeah. years. No, probably one. Of, it's one of my top five favorite beers. I'm back on it. Some years I'm off it. Some years I'm on it. Oh, well, now you're on it this year. Right now it tastes good. Yes. More Marvel news. Ah, there was one more. <laughs> I was questioning well, myself. I also have one. Little Marvel news in relationship to Owen Wilson. Okay. Uh, he was uh, recently on the cover of Esquire magazine, or he's going to be on the cover of Esquire magazine, and talked about working with Marvel and his role in Loki. Uh, and he said, quote, I let it slip that I was wearing a mustache as Agent Mobius, and I got an ominous text saying, strike one. <laughs> I don't know who it was from. It was an unidentified number, but we think it may have been Kevin Feige on a burner phone. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> yeah, because Mobius was based off of Marvel creator uh, Mark Gruenwalt. Yeah. So he. I like how you just said, yup, like you know who I meant. Exactly. I did. But he kind of says, I can't even speculate if Mobius will be back in season two. Although, I, although now that we've sort of put that on the table the whole time element, I guess Agent Mobius could show anywhere in the MCU. Heck, on a we, jet ski. We might even see him do a reboot of Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure or Back to the Future. You just might see Agent Mobius out there like they rent him out maybe. Uh, there you go. Somebody from Marvel, maybe Kevin Feige is on a burner phone texting people to stop giving spoilers. Last bit of Marvel news. Jim Shooter. Big old Marvel writer slash editor was on an interview this week where he says he believes that the MC will be doing secret wars because he was contacted about essentially getting paid for his like old work for hire stuff because there wasn't apparently a very clear contract about what he had done on that series and some characters. And he went, so if you're paying me for this, does that mean there's a movie coming? And they went, we have no comment. And he went, all right, so you're doing a movie then. Yeah. <laughs> about secret wars, which was an 12 issue limited series that's not good <laughs> um, to put it bluntly it's not very interesting a bunch of marvel heroes get pulled off uh from earth by the beyonder and they gotta fight some stuff spider-man gets his black suit hulk holds up a mountain colossus fucks an alien wow that's not a great series all told but yeah sure if you were to be like you could do that cinematically like all like a smattering of random Marvel heroes get zapped away to another planet to do some secret wars. So we've talked about this before. Secret Wars. Uh, the title of it came from, was it Hasbro or Toy Biz? I can't remember off the top of my head. I should have looked this up. I'm not gonna. But they went to kids and they went, um, what words work the best for you? And they came up with Secret and Wars. And then they made a toy line about it. And then there was a comic. Huh. It's a buzzword-based series that Marvel has... Uh, uh, jumped back into at least four times, maybe five. And in Secret Wars 2, Spider-Man taught the Beyonder um, how to poop. Well, good for Spider-Man, helping the Beyonder. Yeah. <laughs> the Beyonder. Important things. Beyonder rolling too. All right, other things. What else happened this week? Do you like Batman Returns? Funny you should ask this. I've been kind of doing a, a re-dive into some of the old Keaton Batman stuff. Is it because you have access to my HBO and that's your payment? Uh, partially. Because <laughs> I ain't giving you that new Patreon money. That's my money. No, it's going to it's gonna get us HBO Max Plus. Is there a plus? We, I'm, no, there's I, no plus. I'm already paying for the ad-free version. Which I appreciate. Yeah. So you're not seeing ads? No, I see movies. There you go. I appreciate that. Thank you. <laughs> no until HBO. I've shared my login. They're coming after you now. <laughs> my mom gets it. I don't even know if she uses it. And you use it. It's true. And I use it. It's also true. 
Have you ever clicked around to see what other people are wa- I haven't done it, but have you ever clicked on my profile like, what's he been watching? No, because you said if I did that, you didn't want me to screw up your algorithm. Yeah, that's true, but just don't click on anything. <laughs> no, it's, it's your private business. <laughs> yeah, I don't care. Oh, okay. Just curious. No, you're asking that because you probably have. No, I haven't. Oh, okay. I don't care enough. <laughs> Fair enough. Something about HBO? What are we talking about? Oh, Batman we're, Returns. We're talking about, yeah, I said you like yeah. Batman Returns. Well, the reason I said you like Batman Returns because Danny DeVito is writing a Penguin story. Really? For the Gotham City anniversary giant number one. It's like an 80th celebration of like Batman villains. Which, by the way, I started watching Titan season three. It's just a Batman show now. Nothing more. Um, What's not to like about Batman? Well, I mean, he's, I don't know, I've only seen like the, the first three. He killed the jerk with the crowbar. It's the whole thing. Oh, wow. Um, But it, it, they've just fully been like, look, this is just a Batman show now. It's all like just Batman supporting characters. <laughs> We're not even trying to hide it. But yeah, so Danny DeVito is writing a Penguin story for this villain's anniversary special. Yeah, why not? It's not going to be long. It's only going to be like whatever he's going to get, like maybe five to ten pages at best, maybe twelve. But Danny DeVito writing a Penguin story. Is he going to play the Penguin again, though? I would love to. I mean, probably not, but he's writing a Penguin story. Come on, that's just fun. The Penguin, I I didn't hate the Penguin. The Penguin was not the problem with Batman Returns. Oh, my God. He's such a big problem that he's so greasy and his plan is penguins with rocket launchers and he has these very crass lines and he bites that one guy's nose. Okay, the penguin really sucks in this movie. I played this town like a harp from hell. Just the pussy I was looking for. Yeah, so it's very not uh, not appropriate. Yeah, not great. <laughs> what an awful line. Yeah, I guess it's not really a great movie, is it? No. Then Batman peels off his mask like it's a gelatin. Yes, and he doesn't have the black eye makeup on underneath it. Love it. Hilarious. That's something I'm looking forward to with the Matt Reeves Batman is he actually has like the guy liner on. Yes. Um, but yeah, that's there's nothing more than that. It's just Dan DeVito writing the Penguin for an 80th anniversary thing. I'm like, heck yeah, why not? I'm all for it. I have to cut back on my language because I just quoted the Penguin and it was very crass. It was not very good, no. He said it, not me. That's true, yeah. I mean, it doesn't excuse you from saying it. Just, I mean, just because somebody does something doesn't mean you can do it to, like, quote them. What's up with uh, what's up with our friend Brian? Bendis? Bendis! I forget what the theme is called, but we're going to play it! Bending it with Bendis! Oh my god, that was it, wasn't it? Playing it! I was gabbing about Bendis. Whatever. Play it either way. <laughs> I forget. Bendis! Break dancing with Bendis. <laughs> yeah. Bebop, bebop with Bendis. What is Bendis up to now? We're gabbing about Bendis. It's this week's news about Brian Michael Bendis. Bendis. Bendis, who went over from Marvel to an exclusive DC contract, is leaving DC. Not exclusive anymore, is he? He's got, Oh, he is. He's taken his imprint, Jinx World. Ah. Is that a it's not me, it's you thing? He's going to Dark Horse. I mean, you missed the story last week of how the comics industry is... Uh, physical comics industry is going to be uh, collapsing into a sinking hellhole story from last week with Substack. But yeah, so Bend it. Oh, I saw your tweet about it. It was a lengthy tweet. It was. I missed the old 140 because. Yeah, because you I went full 280 on it. There was like a level of like, if you want to say a thing, like you got to kind of craft your words properly. I remember when that was a big deal. I was like, oh my God, Twitter's going to never be the same. And it's just, you know, it's. I still wish it was 140. Yeah. Well, but whatever. Um, well, you know why it was 140 to start with? No. 
I guess because it was the original standard length of a text message. It couldn't be more than 140 characters. Oh, interesting. Because you could tweet, you could text your tweets in. But uh, yeah, uh, our old friend Bendis, who I emailed once about trying to get on the show, um, I got the gentleman's reply of nothing. <laughs> did you ever the people that reached out to us to read that thing and do an interview? Did you ever follow up on that? No, I felt guilty. Oh, why'd you feel guilty? It was too too long in between things oh okay so it just i let it go did you give them the gentleman's response of no reply yes okay. I did. There you go. <laughs> the gentleman's response oh yeah but bendis is exclusively moving over to dark horse that's that's big that's gonna be definitely their biggest creator working over there oh without a doubt i got nothing bad to say <laughs> sometimes you say things where i love the bravado when you just have no fucking idea Exactly, but you know what? I said it enough to make you believe. Yeah, sure. Bendis at Dark Horse to bring over the Jinx World books. More power to him. Uh, I don't I've got much to say on this. I just wanted to play our theme again. Bend it like Bendis. I think it was gabbing about Bendis. I don't know. You would know. You're the you're the gatekeeper on that. I remember, it might be gabbing about Bendis. Some of that. Do a Kira Knightley movie, I guess. All right, that's the news. So from the news, we're going to jump into this week's episode of What If. So we're going to hop into the new segment. What up, what if? Or what's up with the what if? I don't remember what I said last week. I don't know because I didn't listen to the show. <laughs> I kind of wanted to to see if you shit on me while I was away. I did many times. Did you really? Oh my God, yes. So I should go back and listen to the show. Yeah, to increase the download numbers. Okay. I'm, you know what? I will. And I'll come <laughs> armed next week. That would have been the best had I actually done it and then like like did some follow up. Oh, so you said this about me. And you'd be like, oh my God, you listen to the show. Holy shit. Yeah, but that's not what happened now, is it? No, it's not. Anyway. You're not going to listen. What if? I could have said whatever I wanted to. <laughs> it's what you'll, if. You'll never hear it. It's a, But that's like a what if. What if Jared actually listened to the show? Episode two. I like this one a lot more. Yeah? So you didn't like the first one? It was okay. Okay. That's where kind of where I ultimately I watched like, both sure. today, so. This one I like a lot more because it goes into a further dimension of like it's not just like what if we flip this one small thing in this one story it's like what if we flip a much bigger thing and expand out from there i would agree with that like it felt like the captain card episode was just like we're gonna, just gonna swap steve and peggy and that's really it yeah versus this one um and of course there is a very bittersweet element of this although we know we're, we're gonna get three more with chadwick boseman but yeah. it is very bittersweet to you know know of his passing and now seeing him perform this uh by the way full spoilers i don't care it's a half hour show on disney plus watch it or don't okay also time codes listed down below if you want to jump around i like the idea that um t'challa is just a much more positive influence on yondu and <laughs> like just... thanos like these dudes who are like yondu is very questionable that first movie and like thanos obviously like much more but like just T'Challa's attitude has like literally changed the course of those like characters around them. You know what it reminded me of? Remember the Jeopardy sketch with Chadwick Boseman when they were doing Jeopardy with T'Challa on it? Yeah. That's what it reminded me of. <laughs> Keenan's just like, all right. Okay. I like Keenan. He's good. I, I can assume that Karen does not put enough seasoning on her potato salad. <laughs> I forgot. I was kind of, I was uh, really struggling for a second. Yes, that was part of that sketch. Yeah. I'd say, take that bland ass potato salad out of here, Karen. <laughs> That's correct. <laughs> I mean, he, he is really good. Um, the show is surprising me with like the actors that they got back, like getting like Benicio del Toro, Seth Green, Karen Gillan, Josh Brolin. But then there's other weird ones where I saw this on Twitter and uh, someone asked David Batista, like, hey, why aren't you in the show? And he went, they never asked me. I'm like, 
Why wouldn't they ask? They apparently asked everyone else. Yeah, and they did. And there's no reason Batista wouldn't have done it. Yeah, so it's just it's strange about like what actors are in this and what aren't. Although again, like yeah, the majority of the actors in there are screen accurate actors. So and it's, I mean, it's weird. The I mean, the heavy lifting they had to do on like to be a part of this is next to nothing. Also, Even had Samuel L. Jackson in this. And what's the worst they're gonna say is no. So yeah, it's weird that like Batista wasn't a part of this, but whatever. yeah. I, I like the positive attitude. I love um, hell. They uh, got what, Kurt Russell. It? Yeah, for half a second. Yeah, main zone, main sometime zone. Yeah, Rangely. Sometimes, yeah, he lives here sometimes. But like the Corvette character being like, I that's when I knew I loved this episode. Was like so early on. Like here he was like, st- he's like, oh my god, it's Star Lord. <laughs> like that immediate oh, yeah. freak, and I'm like. Oh, I'm so on board for this episode. It's just so funny. <laughs> like it's, I just love the immediate, like, deep change of the two things. It's was... like all of a sudden, like, Star Lord goes from like nobody knows who he is to like everybody knows who Star Lord is. Of just being awesome. I thought Josh Brolin was great in this as like a like a mellow, happy Thanos. Well, even like Karen, I love Karen Gillan with him, and like just oh, yeah. being like, "Ugh, Dad." Yeah, cha cha. <laughs> yes, that was funny. No, I think this is a much better episode. Can't wait to see what happens next. Yeah, and also something that um, I miss a lot with current TV, something that the show is doing, is I miss a good intro. Yes. I don't know. I just, maybe yeah. that, I mean, actually, the time we were coming, but really TV up until like, I don't know, like about 2010, like there was always like the intro, and I, I miss the intro. You know what? And show- I love that this has the intro. That's just, it gives me a good, like I'm sitting down for an episode of television. You know what show needs a good intro? I have no idea where you're going with this. This one. We have an intro. Well, no, like our introductory segment, like the the we uh, have a thirty second intro that you've never. Heard. No, no, the thirty second intro is great. Oh yeah, because you've heard it. I have, but like after that, like the intro, the opening segment of the show, we're still kind of weak there. It's true. After about episode nineteen, uh, the intro I came up with was commandeered by the professional intro, and yeah, I got nothing after that. No, <laughs> that was a. Uh, but the every every show opens show. with "We're back." I mean, we can do better than that. Guess who's back? Back, back, back again, again. Okay, I think we're good with uh, we're back. I think we've landed on it. We're gonna go with that and just live with it. This anyway, yeah. I love the intro. I love the Watcher. Uh, I can't remember the guy's name who voices him, but he plays Jeffrey Wright. He plays Felix Leiter in the uh, Jeffrey New Wright, and yes. he's gonna be Gor- Commissioner Gordon in the upcoming The Batman. No, I like him. He does a really good job with the Watcher, and it's just I don't know. To me, it also kind of feels. With his introduction, how he like sets up the story and talks at the end, it's like a mix of like it's a like a Twilight Zone kind of Rod Sterling introduction and and outro. I wish it was more like that. Oh my god, you made the show worse because that's what I want now. Oh, sorry. I want him introducing it like Rod Sterling, just like have the Watcher just sitting there and like say, "Imagine smoking if- a cigarette." <laughs> That's what I want. I want to watch you just taking a drag. Would you would you rather me compare it to like Tales from the Crypt then where the Crypt Keeper just kind of gives an intro and outro? <laughs> he does the Alfred, Alfred Hitchcock thing, comes in a profile like, yep, he's a fat man and he turns and he says some silly things. Yes. Were you ever a big fan of Tales from the Crypt, the Crypt Keeper? I didn't have it. Whatever channel that was on, I didn't have. Oh. Was that HBO? I think it was on like late night TV as well. I didn't have whatever it was. I didn't have it. Like, it was also I, a cartoon. I, I was aware of it later on because of the internet, but whatever it was on, I didn't have. Oh, speaking of the internet, I've started watching some more Doctor uh, Doctor Who clips. 
Well, I think you can watch shit on HBO, like back to the 2005 season. Yeah, I probably should. That first season's a little rough, but man, once we get to the tenant season, I mean, there's a lot of like farting aliens in that first one. No, I don't want farting aliens. Yeah, it's like a no good like three parter or something. Whatever. Oh, okay. Anyway, that's what if. Well, because um, uh, uh, was it Karen? Oh, what the, Karen? Right, Karen Gilliam. Karen Gillan, uh, she Karen Gillan, she was a companion on Doctor Who in season five. There you go. See, I made the connection. Series five. Oh, we forgot to talk about this because uh, my um, notes are all over the place because I write them down by hand and there's a big tear in my paper. Yeah, there's a giant hole in the middle of your paper. We didn't talk about the Star Wars trailer. The Star Wars anime. Oh, no, we didn't. Yeah, Star back- Wars Visions. Yes. Nine different Star Wars things coming to Disney+. Plus. Oh, there's another tear in my paper now. <laughs> it's stronger paper. <laughs> it's disintegrating. At least it's not the pa- like the dog didn't spray poop on your paper. No, just on my walls. Okay. Shouldn't oil my door. Well, you know. Yeah, uh, Star Wars Visions had its first trailer. Um, let's start with you. What do you think? Interesting, because it said like nine stories, so it's going to be like different little stories that have to do with the Force all over the universe. Yeah, I don't know at the end of the day how it's going to all play out, but I'm curious. I'm not that excited about it, and I would like to put that within some context. Please do. Number one, I am not a big anime fan. I've tried it a few times. People have recommended things. I, well, I'm sure some of the storytelling within like an entire field is amazing because that's just how entire fields work. I have never connected with anything anime wise. And also I've seen uh, previous examples of this that I didn't overly love. Batman did this. There was supposed to be like, uh, there were like four stories like in between um, Batman Begins and Dark Knight and they were all whatever i haven't seen that since it came yeah. out so maybe they're good maybe they're bad but i don't remember being impressed by them the matrix did this with the animatrix same idea a bunch of different animation studios coming in doing like individual stories and they were all whatever like kind of crappy it's like oh good i found out the origin of that guy that was like was obsessed with neo he's like you saved me he's like you saved yourself and then we got like a 20 minute anime about it and it sucked you remember that kid he sucked uh no i i don't well get ready when we have to rewatch that in november the matrix i think we'll just do the whole trilogy in one episode i don't know all right is it worth splitting it up no no because there's a lot of other things we could do i haven't watched two and three in a long time no i've watched one recently but yeah so whatever so um, i like the idea of doing star wars stories from across like because it's a obviously a vast world and they show some cool tech in there something i didn't like about this trailer is they showed the same move twice i'm like within like 10 seconds i'm like why do i care like I, the thing that kylo ren did like in the beginning of the force awakens you're like oh my god this is amazing when he grabs that like blaster bolt that was badass and he freezes it and they showed this in this trailer twice in about a 10 to 15 second range i'm like cool okay so we just saw that yeah not as cool as when kylo ren did it well, just the fact that they literally doubled down like in the same trailer. I'm like, okay, great. Um, Look at all these force sensitive beings. We've got them. I'll, I I did like that one piece of tech that was just like the twirling lightsaber. That was badass. <laughs> that, that was cool. But beyond that, I was like, I don't, I don't know. I just, I don't have. Depending on how I can consume it, I may or may not like try well, an episode. It's of on it, Disney but... Plus. I mean, but I mean, with like I said, the Batman one that happened, you know, 2008 ish. And the Animatrix one, which was like, or, so I guess that would have been like 2002. I just, I haven't been impressed with this format before. Not just, this could, this could be good, but 
I don't have a ton of faith in it, I guess is where I'm coming down on it. Could be great, though, if it's great. I mean, I'll I'll definitely, I don't know if I'm going to watch all of it, but I'm definitely going to check it out. Because, yeah. you know, that's fodder for the show, even. So <laughs> there we go. We got an episode out of it. All right. I like it. But yeah, I'm going into it uh, cautious. I don't know. Cautiously. Not even cautiously optimistic. I'm going into it cautiously. It's <laughs> kind of where I land. All right. That's that. So moving on from there. So from there, we're going to move on to this week in video game history. Superhero landing coming up. This week in video game history. Oh, we got some bangers this week. Okay. Already day one. Yes. One of the all-time greatest RPGs that was on the Super Nintendo slash one of the greatest RPGs of all time. It's been re-released on the DS at a bare minimum. I don't know how to... No. Final Fantasy's sexy younger cousin. Oh, um... Oh, um... (laughs) That's a terrible clue. It's Chrono Trigger. Okay. Do you ever play Chrono Trigger? No. It is... I don't know if it's on the Switch or not, but it is one of the all-time great RPGs. All right. Well, there you go. Hands down, 1995. This one doesn't make any sense. Why would you bother doing this? In 2001, Nintendo re-released their premier racing game on the Game Boy Advance. Their premier racing game? Yeah. Uh, Not Mario Kart. Yeah. Yes, it is. Oh, Mario Kart? Why would you put Mario Kart on the Game Boy Advance? You can't play against anyone. It's on a tiny-ass screen. That's a good point. No one cares. Here we go. Okay, I'm listening. This is the biggie of the week. I guarantee. All right. Okay. 1990. I don't know. I'm giving you the year. I shouldn't give you the year. Well, now I know it's in the 90s. <laughs> 19... <laughs> Nintendo released their best gaming system, period, in the United States. They're... So that rules out GameCube. <laughs> GameCube is fine. It definitely rules out the Virtual Boy. Oh, yeah. Not the N64, because that no. controller was... Are you say Super Nintendo? It is Super Nintendo. It was released this week in 1991. Wow. My Definitely my favorite Nintendo system. Yeah. First multi-button pad, directional uh, trigger buttons. So many. I mean, Super Mario World, Link to the Past, Super Metroid, Mario Kart. Like, yeah. Super Street had, Fighter 2. Like, the list goes on and on and on. Super Nintendo was the real deal. Yoshi's Island. I mean, it, god damn. I, I love the Super Donkey Nintendo. Donkey Kong. Yeah, completely true. Like, Super Nintendo is, I think, the greatest system of all time. It's certainly up there. I still like my PS4. <laughs> You're like, I like to play golf. I also like to play golf. You're correct. Well, from uh, Nintendo's best system to their worst system in 1995. Oh, that's not Virtual Boy. It is the Virtual <laughs> Boy. I think they had a library of 13 games. It was all red wireframing. And- to be fair, I have never played a Virtual Boy game. I never knew anyone that had it. I have seen them like in retro video game stores, but I have never personally played a Virtual Boy game. Have you? Uh, yes, I played. Have the... you really? I have. Would you play Waterworld, Mario Tennis? Uh, it was Mario Tennis. <laughs> well, I, I had a pretty good chance of guessing which one it was. I yeah. guess. What'd you think? Yeah. <laughs> oh, this is the worst one. I mean, there's a there's an image that was taken without the. Uh... Without the 3D glasses that separate it. Oh, God, that Just like the monochrome. Eyes. Like, yeah. There were 22. Oh, I put uh, 3D Tetris was another one. There were tw- I didn't think there were that many, really. Yeah. What a library. And that's it. So for, <laughs> we went from the Super Nintendo to the Virtual Boy. So from the best to the worst. Oh, okay. Truly, I mean, there are very few systems, I think, worse than the Virtual Boy. Again, going purely off of reputation, limited catalog, 
and just overall failure from like the biggest name in video games. Yeah, it didn't really play out very well, did it? So, I mean, I guess if we're going to go from, you know, being at the highest highs to the lowest lows, so from the Super Nintendo to the Virtual Boy to the uh, New England Patriots of three years ago to the New England Patriots of today, it's time for Jared Sports Reports. He's running down the middle by the 50. He's at the 30. Bear tested. The guy is drunk, but there he goes. Oh, and they tackle him at the 40-yard line. It's time for another Jared Sports Report. Wow. Way to, way to remind us of the highs and the lows. I'll say, though, the Patriots of today are better than the Patriots of last year. Training camp in full swing for the Patriots. They've been having... Preseason in full swing. Yeah, preseason in full swing. They're 1-0 in the preseason uh, with a win over... Um, they played Carolina in the first preseason game. Who cares? Preseason. I can't, oh, no, they played Washington. They played the Washington football team in the first preseason game. Uh, they've been having joint practices with Philadelphia this week. Tell you what, getting really interesting in that quarterback battle. Where are we looking? I think Mac Jones could win this job. I really, really do. What's Cam Newton's contract? Is it just a one-year contract? No, it's like a couple of years, I think. I, hmm. But I think, I don't know, be very, very interesting. Whatever, After the, if that man can get his money, pay him. After the first preseason game, everyone, all the media were saying, oh, Mac Jones was better, better, better. I mean, Cam only got two series. Mac had like seven. But thank you went on Instagram and said, you know, something about loyalty. So interesting there. Uh, but joint practices with the Eagles this week. They play the Eagles on Thursday night in a preseason game. See how that goes. Um, only three preseason games this year. So is this more of what we used to see at the third preseason game where the starters play longer? Or is that really probably, I'm going to say next week because the starters got a lot of work in these joint practices. Because um, after the third preseason, preseason game, they're off for like, they have like two weeks before their first game. Interesting, a uh, couple interesting notes from the joint practices. One of them being the Philadelphia Eagles continued to taunt Cam Newton, calling him the check down king because he wasn't throwing any long balls. Kind of further reiterating, like Cam's arm, he can't throw the deep ball. So, how's that make you feel? In today's NFL, you got to have somebody that can take the top off the defense. If you can't throw it deep, you know, defenses are going to just keep creeping up and make it harder to run. So, I mean, we'll see. Still trying to get stuff worked off. All right, so, Stephon so, Gilmore. So let's talk real. Um, you are a big Patriots fan. You've been a big Patriots fan for... twenty uh, Over 20 years. Yeah, I was, yeah, was going to say, for as long as I've known you. So, yeah. yeah. Like, where do you feel the team is? Are they... I mean, they're definitely not championship caliber right now. No. Are they in a rebuild? Are they gearing up to a rebuild? Where are we I think they're in the middle phase of a rebuild. But remember, they have a lot of players that have come back that were on the COVID. They they opted out for COVID last year. You know, like Nikhil Harry, uh, not Nikhil Harry, but um, I can't. Why I can't think of the linebacker off the top of my head. You'll think about it the second you get in your car. Yeah, exactly. I will. So, I think that they're going to be better than they were last year. Buffalo's still going to be tough, but I don't think the Jets and the Dolphins really going to pose huge threats to them in the conference this year. So. Jalen Hurts in his second year at Philadelphia, even though they're an NFC team, big strides forward, looking strong, looking good. I don't know. I think Mac Jones will be the Patriots. I think it's going to be very hard to find a find a scenario where Mac Jones is, doesn't start at some point. Kind of one of the popular theories out there is after week four when they get smoked by Tampa Bay, perhaps. That's when you kind of have your switching or changing of the guard. Maybe even before week four, you get the new quarterback versus like the new franchise versus the old franchise. A lot of interesting juice coming around there. So we'll see 
how that all plays out. But uh, training camp well underway for the Patriots. A lot of good things being said about Mac Jones and still a lot of good things being said about Cam Newton, his leadership, and, and where he falls within that structure. I mean, they both work very hard. They seem to be very supportive. And you know what? It's a very good thing to have kind of this quarterback competition going on within the Patriots, which is a hell of a lot better than the Red Sox, who are now a flaming garbage heap and they are just spiraling oh, out I've of control about, I, I work it's not with good. a red sox fan who just keeps on oh yeah uh, belaboring riding um, <laughs> high in april shot down in august i i've heard many disparaging things about the yeah things red are not sox. things are not going well for the red sox i haven't really watched a ton of red sox recently i'm just what i see on twitter is things are not going well for the uh for the bean town nine so those couple of things the nba released their uh their opening night games and kind of the highlight games. Patriot, uh, not the the Celtics will be playing the Bucks on Christmas. Another Christmas game for the Celtics. Yep. And they open with the seventy six. No, nope. they open up with the Knicks. With the Knicks because the Knicks have Kemba Walker and Evan Fournier. So they went, hey, let's you know fan those flames. Yep. So there Kemba you go. made some comments this week, uh, which may be kind of sad. Honestly, he's like. Um, Look, it's a really shitty quote because it had a double negative, so I'm going to ignore the actual full quote because it's bad. It's a bad quote. But it basically came down to the Celtics didn't believe in me, the Knicks do. And that just made me sad because I really like Kemba. He was like, he was such a good dude. He was such a good positive attitude. I thought he did a lot for the development of uh, Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown of not being Kyrie and not being like real shitty towards them and like being able to distribute the ball. Although he was used to being a ball forward guy. I mean, there was a lot of very like direct examples. I mean, they were a very early game, like Jalen, like fucked up a play and like Jalen is a guy who like thin skin. Yes. Like, like he messes up. He feels it like hangs his head. And he was just like, I'm so like, I just remember like this one play where he screws up this one play he just like gets real like hang dog and Kemba's like, you know what, man, it's good. Don't worry, don't worry about it. Next play, next play. We're good. We're good. Like you're you are you're a great player. We're moving on. And that was like the type of like personality I loved about Kemba. Clearly, like his knee got real messed up. But I really liked Kemba and it and I did believe in him as a player. And it made me sad to be, him be like, they didn't believe in me. I'm like, oh man, like I liked you. I liked you a lot. So that bummed me out. Uh Marcus Smart signed a four-year extension. Which he's already the longest tendered Celtic. This will uh, go to potentially year 11, although I don't believe that because I imagine there will be a sign and trade later. But part of his contract also included a trade kicker. So Marcus Smart, making, he is making um, a good contract, not an unreasonable contract, a definable, tr like, they can trade this contract. And Marcus Smart will get extra money. So, yeah, more power to everyone in this situation. Yes. Celtics made a good deal. Smart, if he gets traded, gets more money. Great. Um, I didn't watch. I watched one summer league game. I don't care that much because um, it felt like the season like basketball hasn't like there was like that four month period, like when things shut down. But basketball kind of hasn't stopped for two consecutive years due to COVID. So I'm kind of in. I'm taking a break, which is fine. I'm probably not going to watch preseason either. Nope. Because I'm going to watch, you know, 100 games after that with the regular season and playoffs and finals and all starting all that bullshit. So I got like a hundred games to go like within the next year. So I'm fine. I'm just kind of taking a little bit of a break right now, to be honest. Yeah. I mean, don't, you don't want to burn yourself out on watching nothing but basketball, especially for a team that's probably not going to do better than 500. They're definitely not a 50 win gate team right now. Well, it's still early. Yeah. Um, there, I mean, there's other stuff. I mean, 
Evan Fournier turned into a, a TPE for like seventeen million that they can probably use for something, but we'll see. All right, I think that's it for the sports report. <laughs> Those were all vague things that I said because I haven't been paying that close of attention. Yeah, but right like, got- when the season is going on, I listen. I literally listen to like three to five hours of basketball content a day like in the season right now i'm like yeah fuck it don't care oh. but right now you got <laughs> patriots on an upswing red sox on a downswing and Celtics are just swinging in the middle and don't forget the bruins they're doing something i'm sure and the packers this team this household's football team oh yes doing stuff there you go <laughs> there we go i listen to some podcasts i'm i'm proud of you <laughs> there we go mr podcast listener yeah that's what i do all right we're moving on from there there is no specific reason for this. I literally just saw a page of this on Twitter. It made me giggle <laughs> to no end. So we were doing a two-issue arc of the Hulk in the 90s, uh, which recommends to you that uh, you shouldn't watch porn together. So from there, we're moving on to uh, Jared's Reading Corner. It's Jared's Reading Corner. Like the disclaimer that I did not come up with this. This is not my suggestion. <laughs> to not watch porn together look to be honest there is if we wanted to and you can take this however you want if we wanted to do a uh very woke reading of this it would be very preachy and not be hard to do It'd probably be the easiest read of this to do honestly but i'm mostly taking this as silly and stupid it's like when weddings go bad <laughs> so much of this doesn't make any sense at all so just for a very, very brief background before we dive into this, Rick Jones, partner of the Hulk, uh, later became Captain America's partner. Like, they're all buds. Uh, Rick Jones is getting married to Marlo. Marlo uh, used to work in Las Vegas for Mr. Fixit, who was the gray gangster version of the Hulk, and she had a relationship with him. How that works physically, I do not know. Probably don't think about it. Although we will be getting into some nudie shenanigans later. You do. You definitely have thought about it. It's terrifying. Yes. Anyway. But Marlo, former girlfriend of Mr. Fix-It, is now the fiance of Rick Jones. They have recently called off their engagement. And that's where we begin. Hulk number 417, written by Peter David, uh, one of the more famed Hulk creators. Stop looking at your watch. Well, no, it said time to be active. I was going to say, well, there was more than enough activity in this. <laughs> With art by Gary Frank. So, wait. Peter uh, David also, uh, one more hair of information before okay. we dive into this. Peter David recently did um, Hulk Future Imperfect, which introduced the Mastro, a bearded, necklace-wearing version of the Hulk who's real mean. Which, oh, by the way, Future Imperfect is two issues. They're, uh, I haven't read them in like 15 years, but as memory serves. They're really great. So, it's better than it. this. Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah. So, anyway, yeah. Hulk is talking to like his psychiatrist, Leonard Samson, who has gamma powers. Like Samson, as in, you know, biblical Samson, Look, powers in his hair. That's why it, it's long and green. But he also looks like Rick Jones. Rick Jones also has long hair, but not green. No, but I thought they were like, I got them confused a couple times. <laughs> Talk, yeah, whatever. I mean, to be grant, to be fair to you, there are characters in this where I went, I don't know who that is, and I just moved on. Yeah. Uh, so pretty much that's happening, and Bruce is sad. He's sad. Bruce he is th- upset. Yeah, he thinks he's got- going to become the Mastro, and Doc Samson's like, look, I, you have really stunted my growth as a psychiatrist a- to the superheroes. Anyone. And you've ruined everything, so I'm going to leave so the Hulk just 
beats the shit out of a wall and he's like, no, I'm sad. You need to stay with me. Don't leave me. <laughs> and Doc Samus is like, how much money do you have? Yeah, pretty much. Anyway, we also go over to uh, to the Jones, well, not the Jones residence, but uh, Marlo and Rick. Marlo and Rick are, are hanging out. Well, they're not really, we don't know they're hanging out. The wedding's out. off. The wedding's off. The, this one woman comes in. I had to talk Betty. to Betty. It's, get all it's the re- Betty Ross. Betty Ross had to get all the invitations back, cancel the cake. Very, um, very J. Jonah Jameson uh, canceling the wedding. The Liv Tyler role of the Incredible Hulk, Betty Ross. Yes. Anyway, she's opening the door and then come to find out. <laughs> you're Mar- so, sometimes you're good and sometimes you're bad at just like lying through your teeth. And I appreciate that about you. I try. I try. <laughs> I know you do. I don't know half the people that were in this thing. Neither do I, to be uh, honest. Yeah. So I know less than what you knew. Wait a minute. That's going to come back to haunt me someday about comics. <laughs> That's your new ringtone. <laughs> you, you used to have Ralph Wiggumus your ringtone. Like, me, Phil English? That's impossible. That's how I knew it was you. Wow. Why did I get that one? Because ringtones were a thing in the late Yeah, but 2000s. why that one? Because it was funny. It makes me sound like a fool. <laughs> makes me sound like I, a buffoon. A court jester, if you will. What was somebody else? Give me some other ringtones. It was just you. Thank you. <laughs> I feel special. Anyway, uh, come to find out Marlo and Rick. Oh, they're bumping uglies. They're getting back together. The wedding's on, baby. Yeah, they got to get it on for it to be back on. And that guess guess what that means? Stag parties and bachelorette parties for all the superheroes. You see, this, this doesn't work for me. Because the wedding is off, then it's back on, so they're going to have a bachelorette party and a bachelor party. The night before the wedding, where's the rehearsal dinner? You can't just go into a wedding blind and say, like, yeah, we're just going to wing it. That's not how this works. Where is the time for that? We had a pretty decent rehearsal dinner at the uh, Maple Hill Farm. Had a grand old time. It was a good time. I drank a lot of whiskey. Yes, you did. Regardless, uh, wedding's back on. Both groups are setting up their bachelor and bachelorette parties. Captain America's, like, trying to plan a wholesome. They're in the VFW hall. This is really... I hate this version of captain america oh he's so uptight he's just like the world's biggest like shrinking prude he's like gosh i hope there's no alcohol and meanwhile some guys are spiking the punch and hercules downs it and says barely stronger than coffee (laughs) some guys on the silver surfer's surfboard while he's drinking what's also weird about this is every superhero i understand the visual representation but every superhero at this bachelor party and also the wedding is in their superhero costume. It's like a soap opera. Take him off. Like it does you don't <laughs> Silver Surfer so Silver Surfer was naked. I mean, yeah, he He's always naked, yeah, but he can't change what he's about. But like Captain America is like at this party and they end up hiring um a stripper who pretends to be a supervillain and they comment on the fact that like she has a hair dryer. Yes. And everyone's like, Oh, I can't believe you did it, Captain America and it's like, Well no, I was sent by Nick Fury. <laughs> I didn't realize this is what was happening. And he's just he's oh so my gosh, yeah. Also, this is one of those things, and I have not experienced this in my personal life, and I'm glad I have not. The idea of hiring like a singular stripper for a group of, you know, X number of men feels fucking creepy to me. Yeah. And I don't I'm so glad I haven't had that be a part of my life and I don't want it to be a part of my life. No. No. It's like 
this comic engages in a level of voyeurism over like these next two issues and you know there's parts of like a bachelorette party or a bachelor party and like yeah whatever do what you want and even there's a part of like it's a 90s comic i'm like you're gonna be a, you're gonna be a 90s comic i can't help that but there's just the idea of like, well, like the ju- standing there as, with a group of guys watching someone give someone else a lap dance. I'm like, that sounds like a nightmare. <laughs> I well, don't want anything to do with that. And like the juxt- juxtaposition, juxtaposition, uh, juxtaposition. Still didn't pronounce it right, but whatever. We'll the layering of the two parties. So like Captain America's like, oh my gosh. And all of a sudden, you know, I can't believe that. People would do this, and it goes to the women's bachelor party. And they're like, "Take it off!" And this yeah, guy in a cowboy a, hat. They're in Chippendales. Yeah. What's so funny about this is this is the '90s, so there's Sue Storm, and they just have her be the world's biggest stick in the mud. But her costume at the time is the most revealing Fantastic Four costume by far. This is the era in the Fantastic Four when she's wearing basically nothing, and she has a boob window for her cleavage in the shape of the number four. And she's like, I don't know about this. And then she goes to like the bachelorette party. She's just like wearing like a button down and like, she's, she's in an unflattering pantsuit. I'm like, what are we doing here? (laughs) Why are you wearing a pantsuit? The boob window era is so stupid (laughs) of the four. It's such a stupid fucking costume. Yeah. It's unbearably stupid. So during this, uh, during the bachelorette party portion of it at the Chippendales, some people come in and try and rob it. Bad mistake. They get their ass beat by the superheroines. Superheroines. There you go. Heroines. Heroines. Anyway. And the boys, their party, they're getting ready to get a, a stag movie going. And Vision, the, the projector's not working. Vision like snaps his fingers. He's like, well, I don't really understand the why you would want to watch this. Yeah, and then there's a weird gay joke. They're like, I don't understand why you'd want to watch naked movies of this one guy. I don't know who he is. He like perks up. He's like, oh, then you should talk to this other guy. Well, Ulysses is the one that was doing that. And it's just one of those like, ha, 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 he might be gay. That's hilarious. And look, I, you just look at it now. You're like. That doesn't hold up very well. <laughs> yeah, you're like, yeah. Anyway, come yeah. to find out on the stag movie. This is why we literally did this. Because I saw this page on Twitter and I thought it was the funniest thing in the world. And to be fair, the two issues we're talking about, nothing else is going to reach these peaks. It's all valleys. Yeah. Like before this and after this, they literally, a bunch of superheroes, it's like Silver Surfer and Iron Man, who are like, in, Iron Man's like in full armor, and the Hulk, and Captain America, and Vision, Rick and- Jones, and they turn on the porno, and it's Rick Jones's fiance, and he just like raises his hands to his head. Her name is Marlo. He's like, Marlo! and the vision is like aren't you proud now (laughs) is that your fiance you must be so proud (laughs) (laughs) the vision just zero chill oh my god i would i would pay good money to own that page because it's hysterical it's this wild overreaction that like you just you must be so proud you can't believe that it has happened and it's the silliest funniest thing in the world and everything before and after it is fucking hot garbage. Yeah. <laughs> but that one page, that one page is amazing. It's the apex of the story. And then, like, the impossible man lifts out of a table. He's like, oh, they didn't invite me, so I'm going to send out invitations to others. Well, no, the impossible man also, like, creates a deal with, like, the devil, a Faustian deal with Marlo, because Rick's like, the wedding's off again. You're a whore. No, that's the impossible man. Doesn't oh. do that. What, what are you talking about? Oh, never mind. <laughs> you skim too fast. 
So we cut to the next issue. That's how, <laughs> that's the last page. It's just, yeah, she's wanting an <laughs> IV because she's so hungover. There, there's a projection of this woman doing a softcore porno. <laughs> Rick Jones. You know going, what movie? You know what movie? No! Do you know what movie that image evoked thoughts of? Is it Hard Ticket to Hawaii? That is correct. Yeah. Yeah, we're never doing an episode on that. <laughs> I should have done it in Things I Love when we were doing that. <laughs> Just when you thought it was safe to take a um, pee. So. To be clear, at least I would say... Let's go to the hot tub. That's where I do my best thinking. <laughs> For the majority of the show, I would say that we are a sex-positive show. You're a bit of a prude, but I am... What? I'm very sex-positive. Well, how am I a prude? I will not share examples. Okay, fair enough. Thank you. <laughs> but we kept to the next day, and Marlo is hungover from her night in Chippendales, and Rick Jones is infuriated that, like, how dare she? <laughs> like, what? How dare she have been with other men other than me in her life before she met me? I guess you shouldn't have shown that video then, buddy. <laughs> um, but How it, did the person who picked the video not know? It gets real shitty real fast. And this is, like, some of it was questionable before, but this was, like, they're being so accusatory of, like, Mara, like, how dare you, and blah, blah, blah. And she's, like... And she apologizes. And then the Hulk, who's um smart, he's like Professor Hulk at this point. He goes, oh, you're sorry? Is that all you have to say? I'm like, yeah, fuck you. She doesn't even owe you that much shit. It's true. You... <laughs> fuck off, you big green dildo. Like, no one gives a shit about you. You said you were going to try and tone the language back after the Batman segment, and you have not. But seriously, that was that was messed up. Like, this is not a no. uh, sex-positive comic. No. <laughs> the idea is like, well, you apologized. What else do you have to say? Like, she didn't even have to say that much. This shit was in the past. She did what she wanted to do, and it was fine, and she was a consenting adult. So how about you fuck yourself? Again, the physics of that are, fr- are frightening and terrifying with the Hulk. That is, you know, he probably could. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we just lost that Patreon money. Yep. Hey, remember that time that we had Patreon money? It's gone now. <laughs> so anyway. Um... <laughs> Marlo makes a deal with the devil, pretty much saying, let him forgive me. I want to marry him. I love him. And he's like, that's so shitty. There's no lesson here. She makes a deal with the devil, Mephisto, and no one learns anything. Like Rick Jones doesn't actually change. He is forced to change. So there's all this like negative, like finger pointing at Marlo, like, how dare you? No one learns anything They're No, they just have their minds changed by the devil. And that's when I was like, I saw that one page on Twitter. I'm like, oh my God, we got to do the story. And then I read it. I was like, mm, not as funny as I was hoping. <laughs> so anyway, the, the wedding starts. The impossible man has sent out invitations to everyone. All these villains show up. Villains, Cree, Skrulls, they all show up. The wrecking crew, <laughs> the wizard. And they're like, oh yeah, we'll totally mind our own business. It's a wedding. We love it. And then eventually Mephisto shows up and he's like, like in a pool like if a fire this isn't in las vegas and there's a fountain that like erupts in fire he's like no one invited me but i invited myself and i created a deal for you it's like and you can't change it and now you're gonna give me your soul and then the hulk because the idea that a wedding is like held under like the watchful eye of the lord (laughs) yes um, is able to uh, just beat the shit really? out of Mephisto. He's like, God helped me. We're, Bam! We're gathered here in the sight of the Lord. <laughs> the vengeful hand of God. Pretty much. This wedding will go on, I swear to God. The power of Christ compels you. It seriously did. And then at the end, Mephisto's like, Ha, my plan worked. Now Hulk thinks he can <laughs> kick my ass, but really he can't. I love that. <laughs> He's just like... like 
Yeah, how he tries to spin it. He's like, oh, I planned all the time to get beaten up by the Lord. But definitely didn't. Yeah. I love how he definitely did it. He just spins it in his own head. He's like, oh, now Hulk is too confident so I can take over the Hulk. What is happening? Also, part of like the whole porno thing is like Rick Jones is like, everyone is going to be staring at you. Guess what? This is a 90s comic, and it is the skimpiest wedding dress you've ever seen. Yeah. Barely makes it to her mid-thigh. This is just two episodes of, eh. I, if there was a storyline they were pushing, I'm not sure what it was. I don't know. I mean, Rick and Marlo are married at the end of it. They even skipped out on the reception to, to nookie it up for a little bit. Yeah. This, um, th- these are issues. Oh, they have <laughs> issues. This whole thing is so stupid. And... The premise that like she shot a softcore porn or a couple of them. It doesn't it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter at all. It's all like past stuff. Like these are people who were like in their thirties probably. It's like you did something, you know, fifteen to eighteen years ago, boo on you. Like, yeah, shut up, idiot. And then she has to make a deal with the devil to make him okay with it. It's so stupid. It's not it's not a sex positive issue. No, no, it's not. And I don't agree. It's with not, it. not very agree with positive it. issues, period. I don't agree with it. its point of view. But that one page is hysterical. Oh my god, <laughs> it was there's no getting around that. That one page of him just being like, Marlo! No! Like, that's amazing. <sighs> the vision. Do you think he like you behind be the so scenes grabs it. it and like destroys it? That's insensitive. What? That's insensitive. If you just destroyed the, the video. I'm sure there's more than one. Um, oh, just, oh, the video. Yes. Yes. That's, that's what you I'm sure there's more than one copy of it. Yes, I'd imagine. Yes. Um, yeah, so that's uh, The Incredible Hulk, number 417 and 418. One of the highest highs in all comics with that one incredibly stupid page <laughs> where it's back shot. He's just covering her boobs with his head. It's so fucking stupid. Oh my god, that was amazing. That that one page that didn't make up for the rest of it. No, these two issues are awful and garbage and never read them. Just find the hilarity of that one page <laughs> cuz it's great. Everything else is trash. Yeah, you can find it on Twitter probably. That's where I found it. Uh, <laughs> that's where I went. That's a show. Did you tweet about it? No. Are but, you going to tweet about it now? I guess if I read I don't do great these days about tweeting the show. I should. You probably should. Yeah. Get more people like Jeff. (laughs) My God, that guy's canceled his subscription so fast. Yeah, but, you know, no, he hasn't. He's just, he's got to feel it out. That's all. You came back and it's like, oh, God, this. Oh, well, no. I see. I think, here's my theory. You chose this dog shit comic to coincide with my return. So if Jeff takes his Patreon money, you can blame me instead of the comic. (laughs) Just, I saw that one page. I'm like, what is this? This is amazing. Also, <sighs> what a gross idea. Like, the idea of sitting down with, like, a group of guys, like, tightly bound on a couch, like, let's watch a porno together. Like, God, no. That sounds awful. No, it's not really. No. No. It's not what you should be doing. You should be, like, getting drunk and doing other things at a bachelor party, not just sitting down to watch a movie. Not just any movie. <laughs> a, a, a nudie movie. movie, as they call it. <laughs> Oh my All god, right. that's this. All right. We're moving on. Please. We're moving on to letters to the editors. Now for my favorite part of the show. What did I say? Talk to the audience. Oh god, this is always death. Here's another one of your letters to the editors. 
I'm uh, if you want to ask your own questions, as the mailbag is always on the verge of being out of things constantly. That's where it lives. Just like two or three letters, just enough in it. <laughs> Basically, it's like yeah, they're still there. It's like it's like there's enough milk left in the jug you could drink it, but you don't want to be the last one to drink the milk. That's how much letter how many letters there are. That was one of the worst metaphors I've ever heard. It's a simile. <laughs> Sucked. Sorry. <laughs> You're the English major. <laughs> well, I'm drinking this delicious. Delicious? Delicious? I'm drinking this delicious. This is my second one. My delicious. You also had a bottle of wine before I got here. I had two glasses of wine. So you had two thirds of the bottle of wine. No, I had half the bottle of wine. Okay. One and one half beers at this point. Oh, wow. Look at you. So that's two glasses, one beer, half a beer. So that would be three and a half drinks. I'm proud of you. I guess that's why I said delicious or something. Delicious, yes. <laughs> anyway, what's our question? Uh, if you want to ask your own questions, you can send them into editors. Oh, or- I, I got a question. I hear it coming in right now. It's Jeff. Why did I give these guys 10 bucks? If you want to ask us your own questions, you can send them into editors now comics at gmail.com. You can ask them on Patreon. Send a message there, huh? Patreon yeah, true, true, true. true yeah. Comics. Facebook, editors now comics, and of places you can send them. Uh, this one is a little bit of a cheat. It's uh, from a guy named Jeff. Where can I get my money back? A little bit of a cheat because I know the answer to this. Okay. And then I, I swerved on it, which also tells you how low the mailbag is because I had to take a question and be like, eh, we're swerving. Okay. I'm ready. My soul is prepared. Have you seen The Boys or Invincible? No. <laughs> is the answer to both. And I know the answer for you is... I haven't seen The Boys. Invincible was on Amazon, I think. I haven't seen Invincible either. Yeah, and to give my reason for why I haven't watched them, generally when it comes to comic products, because, I mean, we have so many of them now, but it kind of comes down to, if I haven't read them, I probably am not going to watch them. Okay. And not that I won't watch them eventually, or not that I won't read them eventually, but, you know, there's enough stuff out there that's like, I like to to compare contrast versus going in cold. That's just me, personally. All right. I've spent... I would not like to know the amount of money I've spent buying and reading comics. A lot. Yeah. <laughs> so it kind of comes, like, if I haven't read it, I, I'm probably not watching it. But these are both kind of rude comics. Like, the boys, like, there's a Superman equivalent that I know, like, um, stands over, like, everyone in a building and, like, jerks off on to the city. Or Invincible, there's, like, a mean mustachioed dad that beats up his boy like real doesn't sound fun at all yeah so they're real rude they're real rude things not doing it not the jerking off onto a city no no the beating up your son with a mustache the mustache doesn't do it but you know yes your boy no i forgot there was one other small piece of news i gotta find it from sports reports it involved the green goblin i can't remember somebody oh yeah oh um yeah jalen mills who's with the patriots used to be the eagles Asked why he kept his green hair after joining the Patriots. His quote was, I'm the Green Goblin. Superman flies around the world and his cape stays the same color, so I got to keep my hair green. There you go. Tied in sports reports with that. Anyway. That's the second item that didn't fit into a segment. Yes, it's true. So the question I'm going to turn this into, because we have not watched these rude shows. We haven't watched Rude to the Boys. We haven't watched Rude Invincible. What rude show or movie, I guess, would you want to see? We've seen some rude stuff. We've seen rude Batman. We've seen rude Guardians with the Suicide Squad. Yeah, we have. What rude show would you like to see? Like take something wholesome and turn it rude? I mean, that's kind of what like the boys and um Injustice do. They take overarching concept and kind of, they they make them rude. Could you take like Ninja Turtles and make them rude like they're teenagers? They were rude before. They got unrooted. 
Oh. They were initially rude. Get them rude again. <laughs> get get rude, boys. Uh, I'm trying to think of what else would be like rude. Rude Boy Meets World. Take Boy Meets World and like. It's not a comic. No, but I mean, still. Uh, rude comic. I mean, Rude Superman is already on there. Did you see Birthright? That was a couple of years ago. No, I did like not. Superman, but what if he was just awful? Oh, I saw that. I remember the trailers for it. Like, he was like a demented, like he killed people and threw like yeah. a, yeah. Batman's been rude enough. It's true. He has been. Rude Spider-Man? He's been. Oh, yeah. We had that segment in uh, Spider-Man 2 where he's slicking his hair and dancing in the street. That's and, three. But yeah. Or three, so, rather. So, yeah, Sorry, we, yeah. We've seen Rude Spider-Man. <laughs> Sometimes he's just dancing to jazz all rude. Yeah, that was yeah, ugh, that was not a good scene. That was a weird scene. He's like taking the cookies from the girl from across the hall and hmm. What about like Rude Fantastic 4? You could. I mean, sometimes Sue has that boob window. That's true. There's I think you would have to take a style. Like we've seen so many like dark and gritty versions of stuff and whatnot. I would want to take like a specific certain style and make it just like this got like weirdly violent for some reasons. And one kind of leads into another here. Like uh, something we did very early on in the show was we did like New Frontier, which was meant to like kind of bridge the golden age of the Silver Age. Yeah. Like taking those designs, those aesthetics and making them just like bloody and violent. But then if we take it one step further beyond that go with the Max Fleischer Superman cartoon, like that first Superman story where it's like Superman with like where he can't open his eyes or anything and it's Okay. This old classic Superman, but just make him like really shitty. Like using his X ray vision to look through like, you know, the walls of a changing room. I mean that's yeah, that's rude. That's definitely rude. Yeah, like taking a blast of wind, like, you know, he has the super breath and like causing like people's like money to fall out of their wallets. I could take a, yeah, just a rude that, rude Max Fleischer Superman. Um, that'd, that'd be so dark. It'd be like, oh, look, look at this wholesome thing. Oh my god, it turned. He's he is not that wholesome at all. When you he's like, oh my god, what is? He's jumping over buildings and like breaking things. He's like throwing cars and buildings for no particular reason because he can. That's where I land. Rude Max Fleischer. I still say re-rude the Ninja Turtles. <laughs> Make him rude again. Yes. They're going to get back to drinking and killing. Why not? As teens do. No, the teens don't really normally do that. No, they do the drinking. Oh, yeah, but not the killing. I hope not. Uh, me too. All right, that it? I guess that's it. All right. Well, if you like the show, please go to patreon.com slash editors note comics. And a dollar a month gives you the show the day we record it. And uh, $5 is the minimum for the Duke of the podcast. But big thanks to Jeff. <laughs> All hail Jeff. All hail Jeff. <laughs> My God, that guy has got—he's so gotten—he's gotten more than his ten dollars worth. Uh, you get your name mentioned on the air. In fact, we just—this whole episode brought to you by Jeff. I sent him a message too. Wow, did he respond? Did he give you the gentleman's response? Yeah, he gave me the gentleman's response. Of, this, I don't need to respond to this. He's like, I already gave you ten bucks. What more do you want? I'm not going to be your friend. I gave you money. <laughs> So yeah, patreon.com slash editors note comics. You can also find Zach on the social medias on Twitter at editors note comics. I'm actually kind of, I'm checking out Twitter again. Where he finds really shitty comics for us to read. I'm, yeah, I'm kinda I'm kinda back on Twitter. I kinda took like after the election, I took kind of a because I was almost on, a whole year off now well, at this I was point. Just I was on Twitter like just constantly checking. It was like this curated news source for me and this like I took a good long while off of it, but I'm kinda back on Twitter. All right, well welcome back to Twitter. Welcome to the Tweeterverse. Yeah, I don't know. I'm kind of I'm back. There you go. 
if you want to basically if you want to talk to me about comics basketball or stephen king i'm there baby yeah that was an interesting uh tweet you sent out about getting uh like jack kirby and stephen king oh that's podcast. Just, yeah that's just a stephen king podcast i listen to there you go king versus king it's a king on king king on king get king kong a king three-way all the kings and you kongs and dongs you can imagine. just call it rex because that's latin for king all right uh you're on twitter at junior rich uh we'll be back next week i imagine i don't think there's anything coming out next week so i think we're gonna do shang chi the i think it's what special marvel edition 15 i think that's what the issue is all right get us ready <laughs> once again you just are like yeah that one <laughs> yeah whatever sure i'm i'm ready it's special and we'll do it we'll see you then for a little bit of Shang-Chi. Oh, we should go buy those tickets now. They're on sale. Oh, okay. Let's do that now. All right. All right, we're going to go buy tickets to see a movie. Thanks, Jeff.